0: Well, thank you so much, Margaret. Uh, And let me add my welcome to that uh, of Claire earlier on. I'm Ben, uh, one of the team here, and it's uh, lovely to see you. I hope we can chat further over some mulled wine after the service. Uh, I'm just going to spend a few moments uh, just thinking about some of those passages that we've been uh, listening to so far this evening. Uh, And I'm going to ask that God helps us because really my heart here is that I'd love it if all of us can enter into some of the joy uh, that Mary had in that last reading. So let me um, uh, lead us in a prayer. Father God, thank you so much for Jesus. I pray that we might see him now and that we might find and discover true Christmas joy. Amen. Um, I really hate to do this, um, but um, I don't really like calling people out publicly uh, but it is kind of important that I do, actually, because th- there's been some... Well, it's, it's quite awkward. Um, you see, King Charles and Camilla's Christmas card, to me, uh, didn't actually arrive. Um, and uh, I, I think it might be, actually, the problem with the government. Uh, you, see, uh, uh, you see, Rishi's uh, Christmas card didn't arrive either. Uh, neither did the Bidens. Um, and in fact, worst of all, Kylie Minogue's didn't arrive, and uh, I'm pretty distraught about that. Uh, Now, some of you guys are probably thinking, who on earth uh, is this uh, new vicar here? Uh, What illusions of grandeur does he think he has? A card from Kylie? He should be so lucky. Um, I know, I know, it's a bad one. The choir actually asked me if I I could uh, change the joke up, and... I did think maybe I could do something with Madonna, it would have fitted a bit better, but um, no, I, I couldn't think of one at the time. Um, but it, it would be strange. What illusions of grandeur, uh, a, a, a vicar in a small part of, of, of Sheffield, uh, to expect the king to be mindful uh, of him. Uh, illusions of grandeur, what an unattractive quality. Uh, and if you'd be thinking that about me, uh, then. It would probably be right of us to have been thinking that about Mary, at least when we were there. Now, of course, we know uh, that when she says, uh, all generations will call me blessed, uh, it's true. But at the time, that would have been an outrageous claim to have made. Uh, There she was, a teenage girl uh, in uh, the middle of an uh, an occupied territory in a sleepy backwater uh, town making this outrageous claim, all generations, I will be forever famous for what God gives to me. It's outrageous, isn't it? And what's more, it would have been even more outrageous back then. Uh, Entirely wrongly, uh, at that time, an unmarried woman would not have necessarily had much social status. And on top of that, this is an unmarried woman who was pregnant. And so she would have been surrounded by sexual scandal. And here's a girl saying, "All generations will say she's gifted by God." How's that for illusions of grandeur? unless Unless, of course, it was true. Uh, unless she just realized that that baby uh, that she was carrying in her womb was in fact the answer to all of those promises that we've been hearing about uh, this evening from the Old Testament, uh, the, the, the part of the Bible before uh, Jesus uh, enters the scene. Mary realizes that God has been mindful of her. Just as in that first reading, what, are, what is humankind, that, that God should be mindful of them? Here, Mary realizes God has been mindful of me. And her reaction? Well, forget being on uh, Joe Biden's Christmas list. Uh, She she, she's got something far better. Uh, And so, what does she do? She sings with praise. This is amazing news. She bursts out uh, with the first Christmas number one, Uh, and in fact, it's the first Christmas Carol as well. And. like so many Christmas carols, this is a joyful song. We've sung a bunch of joyful songs. Though. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Uh, that last one, just it made the uh, hairs on the back of my head stand up again quiet. Well done, that was brilliant. Um, but it was full of joy, wasn't it? And, uh, and Christmas should be full of joy. Uh, Mary's song says this, my soul glorifies in the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. Christmas feels a joyful time, doesn't it? Certainly, if you believe the adverts, it should be a joyful uh, time. In fact, do you know what the scientists agree with the adverts on this one? Um, There was a a study from the University of Copenhagen uh, that found that just seeing images of Christmas... Uh, increases the level of dopamine uh, and serotonin in our, um, in our brains. And I need to be very careful on this one because my uh, biology teacher is here in the congregation today. But uh, my understanding is that, that that makes us feel good, those two chemicals. You can correct me later, Keith. Um, and, and, and what that means is that, in effect, you can actually fool your brain into having Christmas cheer. Uh, just by showing it Christmas images. Maybe actually that's part of the reason why you're here tonight. You want to get in the Christmas, uh, the festive feeling, and, uh, and boy, with the choir singing so beautifully, with the candles and, the, uh, and, and, and all the carols, it feels like we're there, doesn't it? But maybe that's exactly the problem. You see, fooling our brains into feeling Christmassy only works for a while, After a while, we we know that we're feeling slightly duped. So we get to Christmas Day and, and, and we long for it to be perfect, don't we? Can we just have one meal where we don't argue, where we just eat, especially the sprouts? Maybe it's pretending to be delighted with that present that you really don't like. Or perhaps it's more deep than that maybe it's covering up the pain of past christmases of those who aren't with us with another mince pie or glass of brandy or another few episodes of christmas specials you see we, if we're tricking our brains into feeling joyful at christmas time ultimately it's just sentiment it it just passes wow it gets depressing, but, but bear with me because uh, Mary's song, Mary's song's is totally different. Uh, it seems to come from a remarkably honest place. Uh, she, see, she has no illusions of grandeur. Uh, the song, it, it talks all about what God has done for her. Uh, and listen to how she describes herself. She says, uh, he, that's God, has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. He has lifted the humble and done great things for me. You see, Mary's carol isn't sentimental. It isn't fake. Uh, She doesn't say, I'm just going to pretend that everything's fine. She says, no, I'm humble. And what's more, she calls God her savior and then delights twice, not once, but twice in him being merciful. In other words, uh, Mary recognizes that she's not perfect and then delights in a God who doesn't require her to pretend to be. This week, I, I actually got chatting to uh, somebody, and, uh, and, and uh, the, the conversation quickly turned um, to, to, to the hope of life after death. Um, and uh, he said to me, he said, um, I know where I'm going, and no one is going to save me from that. It was quite a sobering chat with him. Uh, he felt that he didn't deserve any sort of a saviour, He felt he'd done things uh, that had written him off. And thinking on that conversation, that's where mercy becomes so incredibly precious. Um, The story is told of uh, uh, Emperor Napoleon. Apparently a mother uh, once approached him uh, seeking a pardon for her son. Uh, The emperor replied that the young man uh, had committed a certain offense twice uh, and that the justice therefore demanded the death penalty. But I don't ask for justice, said his mother. I plead for mercy. But your son doesn't deserve mercy, Napoleon replied. Sir, the woman cried, if he deserved it, it would not be mercy. And so I ask for mercy. Well then, the emperor said, I will have mercy. And he spared the woman's son. You see, believing in a God of mercy means that to be a Christian doesn't mean that we think of ourselves as good people. Uh, And I'm really sorry, often uh, Christians might come across and give you the impression that Christians think that they are holier than thou, that, uh, that we are good people, or indeed that heaven is full of good people. I couldn't be further from the truth. Heaven's not full of good people. Heaven is full of people who recognize that they're not good and instead plead for undeserved but graciously given mercy. And that's actually where the real joy in Mary's song comes from, that she knows that she doesn't deserve God's mercy. Uh, And so she doesn't have to pretend. She just has to receive it. Somebody once said, if you're holding a feast... Always invite a beggar to your feast. Uh, always invite a beggar because they cheer for every course. Uh, they, uh, they, they, they get excited about every single course because they know that they're not going to be paying for it. They, they, they can't possibly. Uh, and, so, uh, and so out comes the starter and it's, yeah, get this, fantastic. And then comes the main, oh, wonderful. Uh, there's none of this sort of, I don't like the Brussels sprouts. I'm not sure if the, the lamb's overcooked. And now out comes the cheese. Yes, this is fantastic. They cheer for every course. There's every course is a gift. There's no pretense or pretending. There's just enjoyment. Mary's carol says this about God He fills the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. Uh, here is God, according to Mary, the one who loves to bring out course after course after course. Uh, God sends no one away empty. Well, no one except for those who are already full of themselves. Did he hear that? He fills the hungry with good things, but sent the rich away empty. This isn't Mary having a go at rich people. Um, we know from the rest of the Bible, Jesus hangs out with rich people as well as poor. He, uh, he loves all people, but, but there's a big difference between a rich person and a beggar at a feast, isn't there? Because the rich person uh, doesn't need the feast. They can eat beforehand or eat later. They can pick the bits that they like and don't like. Uh, they can decide, oh, I'm not going to have that bit. But, but the beggar, they cheer for every course. Now, it might be that you're here uh, and you're listening uh, and you identify with with Mary and and, and that lady's son. You think, wow, what is it that God might be mindful of me? You you listen to that first reading. But it might be that you're here and actually you think, Less, what is it that God might be mindful of me? And, And perhaps the other way around, what's God that I should be mindful of him? Maybe you uh, don't recognize that guy who I was talking to uh, uh, talking to earlier this week. Maybe actually uh, you think, do you know, if there is a heaven, I, I, I'm probably good enough to get there myself. I, I, I'm doing all right, actually. And yet, even as we look around the world, uh, perhaps, perhaps especially as we look around the world this year, we see how capable we are of making a mess of things, don't we? Oh, and and it's so very easy for us to sit here uh, and to look at what's going on in Israel or Palestine or or, or in Russia and think, if I were there in their circumstances, I would do totally different. I would make the right choice. Would you? If you were actually in their circumstance with their background, would you react any differently? Or actually is there... Is there a little bit of what Mary calls in her song, being proud in our innermost thoughts? Oh, I I would be far better than them. Maybe we'd like to think so. So what? Well, somebody somebody sang around Christmas. uh, uh, You will get a sentimental feeling when you hear uh, voices singing, Let's be jolly, deck the halls with boughs of holly. This Christmas, you and I, we've got an option. We can do one of two things. Uh, We can settle for the sentiment. We can fake it till we make it, uh, pretend, uh, enjoy the Christmassy feeling whilst it lasts, and pack it away with the Christmas decorations until next year. Or, maybe this is the Christmas to be real, to recognize we're not perfect uh, we've not got it all together. Uh, and instead of pretending that we have, maybe it's the Christmas to find uh, to find joyful experience of mercy before God. To, to be the beggar. To cheer at every course. Uh, to thank God for all that he gives us. Uh, to say with Mary, my soul glory, glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. If you want to find out a little bit more uh, about what that might look like, about what it is to have joy that lasts, humble joy, can I encourage you? Why not? You should have received one of these on your way in. If you didn't, you'll get one on the way out. Um, It it just says, uh, peace on earth on the front. I reckon it's about a glass, maybe two glasses of mulled wine, depending on how quickly you drink it. Uh, That's a couple of glasses of mulled wine. Read that through. Uh, Find out more about the hope, the, the real joy that christians offer uh, or, or sorry that christ offers uh, to uh, to us at christmas or perhaps um, if you'd like to find out more, we've actually got three uh, evenings or, or afternoons, depending on when you're free, uh, where we're going to look at hope, peace, and purpose, the hope, peace, and purpose that Jesus uh, bring us. It's called Hope Explored, and if you've got a phone, you can scan a thing on the back of the service sheet that you've got, and just let us know if you'd like uh, to find out more about that. It's coming up in January. Why not check out uh, that or speak to the person you came with, to Claire or, or, or me? Whatever you choose, whichever of those options, my prayer is that you have a very merry and joy-filled and perhaps real Christmas. Let me lead us in a prayer. Father, thank you so very much that you don't expect us to be perfect. Sorry when we pretend we are. Help us, help us to be real this Christmas, be real where we haven't got it together help us to find in you a god of great mercy and love and would we oh would we rejoice just as mary did that first day amen